Ahoy hoy, you delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller, and thank you for joining me once again on another episode of Everybody Trades. You know what? I'm in a hurry today, so let's just get right to the point, shall we? I'm going to start you all off with a little trivia question that has a point to it. You ready for it? Okay. Who is Richard Jewell? Do you remember that name? I'm going to ask you again, just in case you're searching the dark recesses and crevices of your brain. I'll give you another second here. Who is Richard Jewell? Now, I'm guessing a lot of you were probably going, hmm, that name sounds familiar. Gee, is that the guy who, wait a minute, no, that's, that's not it. Wait, is that the guy who, who, who set off the bomb at the Atlanta 1996 summer games? Now, if you said that, you'd be wrong. Because Richard Jewell was not the man who set off the bomb at the 96 summer games. But if you thought that, if that was what your memory told you, I'm not mad at you at all. No, I just want you to realize something. Something about human nature and indeed the nature of our reporting these days. And as somebody who went to the University of Missouri, who's written a column or two in his day, who's been a reporter, I think I can speak on this with some gravitas. You see, one thing that I heard when I went to journalism school, oh, those so, so many years ago now, that I still continue to hear to this day by the people who really buy into, you know, your old school journalistic ethics and principles. They'll say, what we're supposed to do as journalists, as newspapermen, etc., we are supposed to speak truth to power. Now, what does that mean? Essentially, it means holding powerful people accountable. Don't just take what they say at face value and parrot it back in your publication. But it sure seems, as this century has gone along, it certainly started earlier than the 21st century, don't get me wrong, but it just seems to me as the years go by, the bias, the inherent bias that newspapers give to law enforcement in particular is really striking. First of all, I would ask you, who is it that has the most power in our society? Well, clearly it has to be the law itself, right? The authorities, courts, police, various different authorities, lawmakers. These people are essentially given special privileges that ordinary citizens do not have. So clearly those are the people who have the most power and therefore, in my humble opinion, these are the people that deserve to be questioned, that deserve to have truth spoken to their power on a regular basis. But far too often, again, getting back to the Richard Jewell example, when the authorities accused Richard Jewell of setting off that bomb and put him out publicly as their primary suspect, well, there wasn't a lot of follow-up reporting happening there, at least not initially. There wasn't a lot of questioning. No, most people, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, NBC, whoever, they all rushed to report, to parrot back what the authorities had said. Well, is, does that sound like speaking truth to power, or does that sound like parroting power to you? It sounds like the latter to me. 
And my main point in bringing up Richard Jewell is that it just shows how powerful the original report can be. You see, a lot of newspaper people, news people, will hide behind the later correction. Unfortunately, that later correction, when whatever news outlets that reported that Richard Jewell was the primary suspect and was suspected by authorities as being the man who set off a bomb, well, people tend to trust the authorities, especially especially when those words are put into print. There's something magical, something psychological about print that tells people that it's true. They tend to assume that things that are printed in a newspaper are true. Even if they don't necessarily love that newspaper's editorial stances on certain issues, when it comes to crime, when it comes to law and order, that type of deal, if if your name appears in the newspaper and you're alleged to have, for instance, I don't know, say gotten a DWI or something, well, you haven't had your trial yet, have you? No, you haven't. You haven't had your right to a fair and speedy trial yet. And yet, in spite of all that, your name will appear in the arrest summons in the newspaper the very next day, in the Columbia Daily Tribune, for instance. Now, is that fair? Is that speaking truth to power? Or is that sort of, again, is that propping up power? I just don't understand how we just assume. Now, on one hand, in our society, we've got, and in some some areas you've got, say, the Black Lives Matter movement, which is obviously very distrustful of the police. And then yet, on the other hand, these same people, and I say these same people because a lot of times your editorial boards of these newspapers I'm talking about will be all in with the Black Lives Matter and, more to the point, the police brutality movement. And just the, and this idea that, yes, in fact... Black people are arrested and brutalized, for instance, at a much higher rate than other people. Okay, so if you believe that, then how can you also just take everything at face value that your newspaper says about your neighbors or Tyreek Hill when that thing came out in the news where, oh, everybody just assumed that he broke his son's arm intentionally and maliciously and then, not that I'm saying Tyreek Hill's the model citizen of Kansas City, but we got a lot of details after that that put a lot of that, almost all of that in doubt. And yet, again, the first report, the first thing that everybody heard about Tyreek Hill, that's what's going to stick in the mind of 90% of the people. Because guess what? We're humans. We're limited. We're, We're flawed. We have limited capacity. We don't read past every headline. We just don't. And again, and when these papers... If you're going to prominently put something out, you need it to be doubly prominent when you correct it. See, usually when we issue corrections these days, it's less prominent than the original incorrect story. Well, based on human psychology, what I've just laid out to you, the idea that we all tend to remember the first thing that was reported as opposed to the truth that was reported later on, we need to make it we need to make corrections at least twice as prominent, maybe 10 times as many, in order to actually get real truth out there in the world. Because honestly, that's what I'm all about. I'm sure you, sure you could call me, you can call me biased, you can call me partisan towards liberty, whatever you want to say, 
But ultimately, what I'm really at is the truth. That's what I want. It's not about my ego. It's not about me being right and wrong. I'm looking for truth right here on the Everybody Trades podcast. And honestly, the truth is we're way, way, way too trusting of a society of law enforcement, just blindly trusting. Now, am I saying that all police officers are bad? No, that's not what I'm saying. Let's be a little more nuanced here on Everybody Trades, okay? That's why you're listening to this show, because you're a smart person. You have nuanced thinking, unlike the animals of the rest of the world. Frankly, it's hard to call yourself, whether you're a libertarian, you're a full anarcho-capitalist, or you're just more of a small-minded conservative type. Even if you're just the sort of, sorry, I said small-minded. I meant small government. That, that sounded way more insulting than I meant it to. No, you're the small government type conservative, okay? So you don't want to break down the whole thing. You just think, ah, we're, we're letting this thing get a little too big. Well, even if that's your attitude, you don't want to quite take it as far as I do in some ways. That's all well and good. But you still have to acknowledge the ultimate big government, the ultimate power, the ultimate centralized power is still with lawmakers and indeed law enforcement as well and the court system. If we don't keep these people in check, we're screwed. Again, it's the old who watches the Watchmen question. If you've ever read that graphic novel from back in the day, and oh, by the way, I actually watched the first episode of that uh, HBO miniseries, the Watchmen knockoff there. Pretty interesting stuff so far. Just one episode. I'd, I'd encourage you all to check it out. It was uh, surprising in a lot of ways. I'll just put it that way. So with that random thought, I'm going to get out of here on this, on this uh, Thursday afternoon because I am a busy busy man with a small daughter so i must get home to her and hold her and love her as i do so well oh i've gotten off on a tangent so let's get out of here for real this time i'm john miller and this has been everybody trades